why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst thing, one of them is a fucking Swifty. Anyways, if you're still listening, here's Adam and Steven. This is the Old Man Who Yell at Clouds podcast, when we get together to talk about things that matter to us. Welcome to episode number 103. Today is May 15th, 2022. It is approximately noon, and we are coming at you live from Vancouver, British Columbia. My name is Stephen, and I would like to introduce my, I can't call you the bearded co-host, but uh, you are my co-host, so uh, welcome, Adam. And of course, you can support our podcast by hitting the website oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com and subscribing to our podcast. Or if you want to be really cool, you can head over to coffee and buy us a coffee or make another donation. And we can, uh, you know, we can buy some shit, right? So, all right. I'm going solo here today because uh, Adam it doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's got some technical issues there on his end. So, hey, it's just me. Oops, I'm trying to minimize the fucking zoom window and I can't do that. Okay, see, we're off to a good start today. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, let's talk NHL playoffs. How's that? Since Adam isn't around anyways and he doesn't like sports. Uh, my Boston Bruins lost game seven yesterday to the Carolina Hurricanes. Fuck. That's all I got to say. So, uh, yeah, that really sucks. Uh, yeah, it's these, some of these guys are getting pretty old. Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand. Those are the only two guys left over from that 2011 Stanley Cup championship. And it's, uh, Bergeron, he's, he's at the end of his contract. What is he, 36 years old or something? I don't know. He might be packing it in. I'm not sure. That's what some people are saying. I have a hard time believing it. He's still one of the best two-way players in the game. And, um, I, I just think he's got some more in him. So he might be back for another year or two. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, anyways, that's that. Uh, two more game sevens today. Calgary Flames at the Dallas Stars. And the first one on the agenda this afternoon, 4 o'clock Pacific time, New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. There is a total of five game sevens in this first round. Awesome. Hockey's the greatest sport ever. Um, let, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I, there was... So this weekend, five game, game sevens. I've been glued to the TV all weekend, so... Uh, really cool stuff. It's raining here. Fucking weather sucks. You can't go out and do anything anyway. So, uh, yeah. So what, what are you going to do? Watch a little hockey. Uh, just to recap on some of the other series that are over. Um, let's see. The Edmonton Oilers uh, beat the Los Angeles Kings in a game seven last night. So Edmonton moves on. They play the winner of the Calgary Flames Dallas Stars, which is, like I said, later today. Um, the St. Louis Blues beat the Minnesota Wild. They won 4-2 in that series. Uh, at the, they played Colorado Avalanche. Colorado swept their series against the Nashville Pre Predators. Uh, Boo-hoo, Adam. You wanted Nashville to win just because of Kerry Underwood. Well, that goes to show you what, uh, well, you know, right? 
Uh, let's see. I mentioned uh, the Rangers-Penguins uh, Game 7 today. That winner goes on to play the Carolina Hurricanes, which I already talked about. And uh, the Florida Panthers beat the Washington Capitals. Uh, they won that series 4-2. And they play the Tampa Bay Lightning, who beat the shitty Toronto Maple Leafs in Game 7 yesterday. So Tampa wins 4-3 in that series. That should be really good. Um, uh, Florida, best team in the in the league this season. Florida against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. That should be a really good series. Uh, I really one other comment is uh, like I really want to see. I hate. I, I'm not really a Flames fan, so I'm kind of hoping for the Dallas Stars to win that game seven today. At the same time. Um, and let's see, at the same time, a battle of Alberta but would be really cool. So Calgary, Edmonton, uh, second round playoffs would be awesome. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, so my first round record is uh, three and three with two games left here today. So uh, so that's, uh, that's where we are with the NHL playoffs. Um, Adam is trying to join here again. I don't know if he can hear me now. I can't see him. Anyways, uh, that's the scoop. I'll carry on. What else have I got? I don't know what else I got. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What else have I got? Uh, maybe we can I'm talk back, about... baby. Oh. Well, who's that? Who crashed my fucking Zoom the web minutes, stream here? The minute I hit record on OBS, I lost everything. I couldn't hear you. My video went black. I'm just like, what the fuck? Wow, um, shit. Well, the show's half over, man. I mean, I've got, I've started, I've talked about again. fucking hockey here already and everything. So I figured I'd get that out of the way because you don't give a shit, anyways, right? So, well, I mean, maybe you got rid of it so I can't make funny because the Bruins lost. Fuck you. The show's over. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. So, uh, what, what do you blame on being a fan? Was it the poor officiating? Was no, it the no. players being the shit? Or was it a good old hockey game? Like, I know I wasn't. Diehard. Yeah, no, I wasn't blaming anybody or anything. Um, yeah. They Boston lost to a better team. I th really think oh, Boston, really? yeah, I think, well, I, I just don't think Boston played really well. I think they really could have, they had a good chance of winning. Okay. And obviously that's why they forced it to a game seven. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they just, they, they had their chances. They just didn't play to their potential, I don't think. And, and sure, you still have to give Carolina credit because, hey, they were a pretty good team this year. So, Carolina's moving on. Carolina Carolina plays the winner of today's, I mentioned it already, but hey, I'll just repeat it for you. Carolina plays the winner of uh, Game 7 winner of New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, that's all right. So, um, I actually watched the hockey game yesterday. Holy I watched shit. Boston. Yeah. I watched the third period. It was, I was, it was pretty good. You know, watching the players play in that caliber, Game 7 versus, like, Game 7 is where it's at. Everything's on the line, and they were you know, I'm, I haven't watched any of the season. Boston's not my team. You know, in fact, no one's my team. But, you know, watching them, you know, they were playing. Um, you know, it was all right. I also watched the Leafs lose because fuck the yes, Leafs. Yes, fuck the Leafs. That's right. Um, it was so funny. And then did you see all the fights that were happening off board, like on Twitter? Did you watch the Leafs station beat the fuck out of each other? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, That's... That's that would have been hilarious. Well, they they uh, have lost. Is that now five 
game sevens uh, that they in the first round that they've lost in a row. Like, like they're just they just can't do it, man. They haven't. I don't think they've won a playoff series in like twenty or thirty years, or so. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, anyways, they suck. And uh, um, you're asking the wrong person yeah, for that. I know, but I, know, uh, I, know. <laughs> I remember last season when the Leafs lost. Neil Morrison, who got on the show, oh, filmed yeah. a video of him walking to his garbage and threw his jersey in the garbage. So I remember that. That was I f- funny. I, for- uh, I forgot funny. about that. I should have checked out. I wonder what he did this year if he did anything. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see anything from him on Twitter, but that doesn't mean something didn't happen. So I am. We should. Uh, yeah, we should give him a hard time. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. Um, but yes, uh, sorry, I'm late. Technical issues as always. Fuck, I don't know what's wrong with this piece of shit. Just get technical issues. I think my Mac is dying. Oh, so that's good. fuck. No, it's not good. I've had, I've had 10 years with that bad boy. Okay. It served its purpose. So, um, I don't know what's happened. I think it's a CPU problem. So I'm actually sending it, going to the Mac store, the Apple store to get them to look at it. Uh, I called a couple of third-party shops, and because it's just so old, they ran out of the two tools to do that. So yeah. I don't know what uh, I don't know what the future holds for that thing, but uh, that's not good. No, because uh, I think you still all do oh, you do all your editing and stuff like that on that machine, right? So exactly, yeah. But so why why can't you use your brand new? I mean, you've got a brand new Windows machine there, a high high power machine. Just move everything over to that. Yeah, it's it comes down to so I um I split the license with a buddy of mine for a Premiere and Adobe Cloud whatever it is. Yep. So I don't have the right passwords yet. Uh, so I've reached out for him for passwords, but uh, he's I traveling see. the world right now. Uh, so I, see. I don't know when he's going to check his email next, but I'll figure that out one day at a time. One day at a time. That's right. Okay. Uh, but cool. You can't pirate the software anymore. They've made pirate like software unpiratable. Yeah. And the fact that, especially with all these new updates and stuff coming up, because I ran a legal version of Premiere for years. Yeah. Uh, but when they introduced this cloud version, it syncs everything together and it's much better, mind you, but uh, it takes away the v- v- ability to pirate the software. So yeah. you actually have to pay for it now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. They, I'm sure they're probably, and, and it's not cheap. That's the thing, right? And so that's why people, exactly. p- people always did download it illegally and, and, and use it illegally is because. Yep. They don't, I mean, it is very good software. It's very powerful. It's very professional. And, um, but yeah, if it's out of reach for, for most people, if most people can't afford to use it, then what do you, what do you expect? So see, the thing is they've got this cloud version now and, you know, they're updating it and tweaking it all the time. And, and, um, you know, the latest and greatest, uh, updates are always available to, to people, but, um, it's uh, it's still expensive. Like they're still charging just as much um, as much money as they as they were before, and you know. So I'm sure they're making a killing off this, and that's why people are just saying, "Fuck you, Adobe. Fuck you, Microsoft." And they're moving to yep. Linux, and they're trying to use tools available on Linux to basically do the same thing, which is yeah. what I would like to do with some stuff, but I really just haven't had time to mess around with it yet. So, um, that's just. That's just the, the way it is. So, you know, which I would feel different if I paid a thousand dollars for it or whatever, pick a number, 500 bucks for the software. I would pay yeah. $500 for the software and keep it. Yeah. And just till it outdates or it's three year life or whatever it is from, you know, you know, May 15th, you know, 2022 to May 25th, 2022, 20, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as long as I get a good three years out of it, I'd be more than happy to do that. But this cloud thing, and then when it updates, 
like the software, you can't open other projects. Everything has to be formatted to this new update. And it's just, no, just keep it the fucking, keep it simple. Like it doesn't need to be this hard. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not that hardcore of a video editor anymore. Do you find these updates for everything moving forward make sense or should it just kind of keep it simple? Like I know there's other free programs out there like DaVinci Resolve and there's a couple other ones, but Resolve is a fucking bag of shit. That doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, I've never played with so, it. So yeah, it's uh, I tried out. I tried helping a friend do it. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just do it on Premiere. Yeah. Premiere just works. Yeah. Um, being a Mac guy, I haven't used Final Cut, but Final Cut does the same thing. You pay a grand for it. And it's yours forever. And they, you get unlimited updates. Yeah. So, yeah, you know see. that. I know. And you're right. That's the thing. Now you have to pay, you have to pay a subscription for it. Right. And, and yeah. so it's, uh, what is it? it? It's like $50. Is that $50 us or 50 American, uh, 50 Canadian a month? Like yeah. ba- basically you have to pay for a, a subscription, uh, on a base, a yearly basis. Maybe you can pay month to month, but, but, but you're right. You, you, you're not, you never really own a copy of Adobe creative yeah. cloud anymore and um and uh, even microsoft office you know they have tried to push people to office 365 and that's yep. a subscription-based model as well but at least i think with office you can still um you can still buy a physical copy like i don't know what the latest version of microsoft office is but say microsoft office 2016 i think it's something different now but anyways like you can physically buy that and you can run that and you can run that for as long as you want uh and as long as there are security updates and patches and i mean even beyond that you could run it if you want you're taking a chance with security but but yeah you can't do that with adobe anymore so um uh yeah that's why I don't use it a lot at home, but obviously I use the work license because legally you are able to, if you have one license, even if it's a, I mean, it's an enterprise license that I have through through work, but it still allows you to install a copy on your personal computer and um, so that you can do work at home and that sort of thing. So that's what I do on my personal laptop. But yeah, I mean, if I didn't have... Like before I started this job, I did subscribe to it and it wasn't cheap, man. And it's, no, uh, it's that's expensive. when I thought uh, I was maybe going to, you know, get into my own business or whatever, and, or at least do some freelance. And I didn't end up doing much and I got this job shortly after. So it's kind of a waste of money because, yeah, again, I had to pay for it for a year. So yeah. um, anyway, I'll anyways, get there. I'll yeah, get there. you'll figure it out. I'm, sh- I'm sure. So yeah, one day at a time. That's right. Um, well, I, since you're hosting today, uh, what, what's on the next? What's on the fuck? Next? <laughs> I was, I was, I was quickly running out of. I wasn't sure how to start, man. Oh, I did, I, I did your intro thing, and I'm sure I butchered that. I was um, so excited to listen to this. Except now I'm not recording. No, so, you're you're not recording. Yeah. Uh-oh. So whenever I tried to, although we're all safety yet, and I hit record. Oh. When I hit record, it died again. So. Oh fuck. Okay. Well, so, whatever. We'll figure that part out. We'll figure that out after. Yeah, we always do. And uh, <laughs> so after that intro, I figured I fuck. I, I didn't know where to start, so I just you went through the, the fuck and went through. Yeah, did the hockey and uh, and well, here we are. So you know what? Right. Fuck it. I'll let you take over. Uh, all right, welcome That's your back job. to it, kids. Yeah, I, I've been handed over the <laughs> baton, so I'll take over. Um, but I want to catch up from a couple weeks ago. How are you doing from COVID? Are you feeling better? Has the symptoms gone away? What's going on? <laughs> well, I think you can still hear me coughing and I can hear a little bit, right? So, 
Yeah, it's lingering, Matt. It's been, uh, has it been four weeks? It's been a little over four weeks, I think, since I first really had some symptoms and I tested positive. So, yeah. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good overall. I, I, I I'm, I, I just, uh, yeah, it's, it's still, it's still lingering. Yesterday I was coughing quite a bit still. Uh, and I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know why. I mean, I've heard this same thing happen with other people where it just kind of lingers on and on and on. So, uh, so I don't know. Here, here we are. I, I feel good. Otherwise, you know, once in a while I get a bit of a headache and whatever, pop a Tylenol and I'm, and I'm good. But it hasn't gone away. And that's my, and, and that's my uh, question or concern or whatever you want to call it. Like I was going to go into, into the office on Friday, just this past week, a couple of days ago. And, uh, okay. I figured since I was still coughing, you know what? I don't know if I'm contagious, but Hey, I'm still presenting symptoms or a symptom at least. Uh, and I decided not to go in the office and, cause I think that's the right thing to do. But, yeah. but am I still contagious? I, I have no idea. I, I really I don't know how this works. Um, I should probably understand it a little bit better, but I guess the thing is I'm not going anywhere doing anything. So that's why I just haven't, I haven't bothered. I, I don't need to go in the office if I feel better. And if this next coming week, I'll, I'll go into the office and, you know, hopefully everything's cool. So, but where, where do you stand? I haven't tested myself in a while either. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I assumed I was basically getting over this. So that's why I haven't bothered testing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what's I, I don't know. What's your understanding of this? How, how how does it work? How long should people be should be people be staying home after? Even if you have symptoms, should be you be staying home? I don't know. Well, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but my, through my work, my friend was sick, or his girlfriend had COVID, yeah. and then he called on Friday saying, "I think I like I have runny nose. I think I should stay home." But they're like, "Well, if you're not testing positive, you should be coming to work." So we came to work the next day. Yeah. Um, and what my next point is that. Remember, I was bitching about being run down. I actually have a cold now. Oh, okay. I have a cold or a flu. So oh. I've been testing myself positive like for every day, like fucking sticking the thing up my nose, doing the drop test, testing myself for COVID. And it's all turned out negative. Okay. So I, I think I just have a good old fashioned head cold. So, you know, so what becomes the difference between having a head cold and COVID? Because they pretty much have the same symptoms. I'm coughing, I'm still sneezing. But I don't know if that's allergies now. Like, it's just like, we're, it's such a gray area. And there's no, you know, if you, you're coming out negative, then, okay, fine. Yeah, you don't have COVID. But should you still be going to work if you're sick? Because yeah. you're putting everyone else at risk. Like, if you're go at work sick, don't, you know, stay at home. Don't, don't go to work sick because you get everyone else sick. Yeah. You know, I work by myself usually at a certain stations, depending where I, I'm sanctioned. So I'm working by myself. So I am able to show up sick depending on how I feeling, whatever it is. And, you know, I'll just run down kind of whatever it is, but it's nothing like I'm not coughing, but you know, it's just something wrong. My body's fighting something. So, you know, did I make the right choice? I'm not infecting anyone. I'm kind of by myself. I can kind of stick in my room for eight hours and do a little bit of work, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's, I'm not really infecting anyone. But, you know, with COVID, the main concern about COVID is that how easily it's like spreadable it is. And the fact that you're, if you're testing negative and you're allowed to go to work and the next day you test positive, well, then all those people you're around, were, you know, could possibly have gotten infected. So that's where the issue comes in. But, right. Uh, right. you know, they say that's five days and it's, uh, has it been more than five days? Yeah, it's been more than five days. Uh, so in theory, you're clear, you're able to go on the, able to join the world again. 
but uh, the world's being stupid right now. I've noticed probably about 90% of people aren't wearing masks anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Becoming, yeah. uh, you know, and they're saying it numbers are going up. You know, you can't, you don't, you have to actually really look for the numbers. I don't know why they're doing that now or that COVID dashboard. So out of date that we have offered to us, it becomes, uh, I don't know what to say about it anymore. I, th- I think they've fucking stopped caring and it's, you know, it's it's pretty sad. Well, you're you're right. I mean, even hospitalizations in ICUs. I mean, I, I it's it doesn't seem like they are. Uh, maybe I haven't been looking, I guess, or paying attention as much. But it just doesn't seem like it's being reported every day like it was previously. Um, yeah. So so I don't know. I don't know where we stand exactly. But yes, I obviously they're saying that cases are going up again. I assume that means people are um, being hospitalized, and there's some deaths and stuff happening. So, uh, again, it's certainly not going going away. That's that's the thing. And um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they still say it's still going to get worse here. We've got a, another wave coming, or is this the sixth wave that we're in now? I mean, I I lost track of that too. But yeah, same. It's the same old shit. It's it, the thing is the point is regardless of what the numbers exactly are things are trending upward again so that's why people just need to keep being careful and and that's why i still keep wearing a mask so even though i've caught the fucking rona already i can get it again and i don't want it again because maybe multiple uh if you get it multiple times maybe it's just doing your body that much more harm and and again you're probably increasing the uh the possibility of catching long covid so yeah i don't want that yeah, it's still scary. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it anymore. Yeah. Everyone's kind of stopped caring. So you're kind of we're kind of beating a dead horse. You know, like what I don't know what the what the next view is or what the next point is, because obviously they've stopped caring. Workplaces have stopped caring. They're just kind of saying move on with your life. So it's kind of well, I don't know what to say about it. Well, even the second booster now, I really haven't been hearing anything about that because obviously the vaccine, the double dose and the first booster is starting to wean off, right? Like it's just not, you know, your body is not, those vaccines are not going to be as effective over time. So that's that's going to be worse for us too. And that just means... Uh, we are more susceptible to these variants, especially that are that are coming along or that are being, you know, transformed uh, more and more, and that just drags this all out longer, right? So, yeah, yeah, you know, think, things are going to happen. It's going to it's it could it could transform into a variant that could become quite serious again. Like everybody's saying, okay, well, Omicron, yes, it's very contagious, but it's it's not that serious. Okay. Is it not that serious because of the vaccines and stuff like that? I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I would like to think so. But anyways, um, they're going to. There's going to be a time where uh, vaccine number one and two are basically not going to do any good anymore. So, yeah. so where are we with booster number four or booster number two? Sorry, it's the fourth. It's the fourth series in the vaccine process, I guess. But where? Um, where are future vaccines for this? Uh, you know, where are they going? Like, what's let's again? Let's say something really serious comes out of this again, and we're not prepared with another type of vaccine that's going to be able to fight this variant. So that that's that's the whole thing that we've been talking about all along here is that the longer yep. and longer this drags on, the you know 
the more you know more people are going to be sick and more people are going to die and that's why it's just not going away i guess is what it comes down to here so and that fucking sucks so because uh, we're all tired of it right so oh 100 and and is that why like i think i don't know i yeah i'm out of ideas i mean we've to be bitched about this for years we started this podcast during covid like yeah. and we've been bitching about the same thing i think people are just tired of it but you know the more you let your guard down the more it's going to come up punch you in the fucking face so yeah. what's the what's the give and the take there i i just i don't know yeah i'm out of ideas yeah. i'm out of ideas me too me too just uh, whatever. Again, you got to try and take care of yourself at this point, right? So sure, yeah. wear a mask for yourself, social distance, physical distance. Wearing a mask helps others. So even if these fucking dumbasses are, you know, they don't give a shit about anybody else, at least you are, you can say you're protecting yourself and you're protecting them too, regardless yep. of what they fucking say or think or, or whatever. I just, you know, I have not had it happen to me. I don't know. Have you heard... There, I read stories, a lot of stories actually, about some people being hassled because they are still wearing a mask. Uh, not necessarily here in Vancouver, but you so you know you go read the news, go on Twitter, you hear lots of stories about that happening. Do you know? Has it happened to you? Does has it happened to anybody you know? Like because it's it's I don't know what I would do if somebody started giving me a hard time about wearing a mask. I, I'd probably want to fucking feel like punching them in the face, but. Uh, you know you can't you can't do that either. So what what what's what what's the thing here? What, what? Um, well, I mean because I work with the public so much, I, I technically got assaulted maybe two three months ago. Oh, a guy yeah. came up into my face and goes "fuck you" and your mask, and then coughed. No, on my face. no way. Um, oh so, fuck. Yeah. So as a yeah. member and whatever it is, I can't really do much with that. Yeah. I said, I'm sorry you feel that way, bro. And I fucking walked away or I would have fucking thrown them into something. But, you know, because I'm all and everyone has cell phones and stuff. And I feel bad for the good cops out there because the minute they did it, first thing everybody did was pull out their fucking phone. What's yeah. this guy going to do? Um, so I just turned around and walked away. Um, yeah. Talking to the uh, law enforcement and the transit police that we use. Uh, they said there's nothing really we can do. Like, you know, shit, sorry that happened to you. You're not the first one that's happened to you. You're not the last one that this happened to. And these are the hardcore anti-vaxxers fucking, you know, trying to spread their fucking hatred, whatever the hell it is. And, you, yeah. you know, it is kind of what it is. Um, obviously, I was protected, whatever it is. But, like, if I wasn't in uniform, I would have knocked that guy fucking out. I would have yeah. fucking out, but kicked him in the balls. Uh, beat him when he's down, you know, like, yeah. you know, fuck you. Like what happens if he had COVID and I spent, you know, thankfully I haven't had COVID yet. You know, it's been two and a half years, but it's coming, you know, no matter how much you can protect yourself, you get a fucking idiot like that. You're fucked. Um, so I don't know when it's going to hit, but it's going to hit. And all I can do is protect myself and keep my mask on and, and move forward. And that's why I still yeah. choose to wear a mask because I do deal with the public and I'm around different people all the time and it's protecting myself and protecting others, like we said. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that has happened to me. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I was in uniform, so I couldn't do much. But if it was out of uniform, it might have been a different story. But yeah, on the same breath, you know, turn around and walk away. You know, what else are you going to do? What are they looking for? Do you pepper spray? I'm like, what's kind of the next what next move? I don't know what the actual answer is, you know. Obviously, 
that was not cool of him, but fuck him. But you, you just turn around and walk away because it'll just be more and more and more and you aggravate it. And then it's just, I don't know, you could possibly end up getting charged for something and you were just defending yourself. So, you know, the laws in this fucking city and world are kind of fucked, but I don't know. Well, it's, just, uh, it's just a weird space. Well, it's not the laws. It's just the fucking stupid, ignorant people. And, um, yeah. you, you know, it's... Uh, you know, it's it's one thing to get in your face and start, you know, talking and giving you a hard time about still wearing the mask, but to actually cough on you and cough, cough in your face, like like yeah. that is that is as bad as spitting at somebody nowadays, right? Yep. So it's fucking dirty, it's disgusting, it's uh, it's gross, and it's um, and you can get charged with assault for spitting on somebody. So yeah. why do you, why is do they think coughing in somebody's face okay? So. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, just, just again, in people in general and, and just conversations I've been having with, with other people, uh, including my better half here recently, I'm just, I'm tired of it, man. I'm just tired yeah. in general, uh, overall of really dumb, ignorant people. And you still hear these, you know, stories that, like even in Ottawa, I think they're still protesting something there. Like, I don't know. I don't think this trucker convoy is, is like they basically broke that up, but still, I think they are there. There is some stuff going on in Ottawa and probably other places too. But you know, you 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 look at some of these people and you see what they're doing and see what they're wearing and and not not to judge people just on what they wear, but like it's just like like and they're and they're hauling around these American flags and you know they're talking about God, guns, and and USA and like. Okay, we're here in Canada. You know, sure we're affected by what happens in good old America, but like I don't know, like just looking at these people who are driving around with fucking five flags on their vehicle and one of them is an American flag. Like like what 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 the fuck are you doing? What are you trying to yeah. prove? Like this is Canada. Um if you like America that fucking much, go down there, move down there, right? So yeah. like why are you trying to make Canada into America, even though we are in so many ways. But like, like what, what are you trying to prove? You know what? It's almost fucking embarrassing. When I see a vehicle drive by with all of those fucking flags, like it's, I would, it's, it's embarrassing now. It, it really is. Hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a proud Canadian. I, I was born here. Uh, being in Canada affords us a lot of freedoms and privileges and, you know what? But I'm almost just embarrassed to fucking wear a Canadian flag now, or or you know, it's just it's 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 fucking gross. I, yeah. I just I wouldn't do it, especially five of them with an American flag to boot, right? So yeah, it's it's brutal. Fuck, I just I just yeah, I don't get it. I still say I'm gonna fucking move to the bush someday, man. I just I don't know if I could win a couple million bucks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, I love my job, but uh, yeah, you know. Fuck it. Move to the bush. Give me fucking satellite internet. Uh, maybe, hopefully it's not, I don't have to rely on Elon Musk and his star system or whatever the fuck it is. And <laughs> Just give me internet. Uh, I'll take care of myself, man. I can avoid people altogether. That's, that's my dream. That's my retirement goal. How's that? It's a pretty good goal. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know what to do anymore. Like you said, this, the world, this world is falling apart and... Um. Yeah, I just, I'm out of I'm out of ideas, just like you are, and it's yeah. It's I don't, uh, 
I, I don't want to get into this either, but speaking about America, you know, and this fucking abortion thing that's going on down there, I know you just kind of brushed off, uh, brushed on it, not brushed off, brushed on it in your, in your clothes about uh, last week about, yeah. you, you know, you know, supporting women. Um, and again, we could we could spend fucking five episodes on this topic i'm sure and not that we know what we're talking about necessarily but but hey that's where america is at right now why would canada want to be anything like america like like seriously with all that going on right now like fuck them fuck those people who think they can control women's bodies uh fuck donald trump because he's in that fucking group he doesn't have a fucking clue and fuck all those fucking gun-wearing assholes as well. Like, all you do is fucking shoot each other and innocent people. Another fucking shooting yesterday in Buffalo, right? So, yeah. So, fuck America. Fuck America. I'm sorry. I'm going to say one more thing. I I know, because I know I've mentioned this in the past about traveling and stuff like that. I know I've, early on, I said, you know, once things are back to normal, I would probably never visit America again because of all the fucking bullshit going on. I'm back on that fucking bandwagon right now. Hey, lots of good people down there. Again, this is this is in general. Lots of good people everywhere. But fuck America. Why should I go down there and spend my fucking money in that fucking country with all the bullshit going on? All of those right-wing assholes, those fucking religious freaks, those gun-fucking-totting fucking cowboys, and all of these people now pushing for fucking abortion and... Uh, or, or against abortion and and that sort of stuff. Like, why? Why why would anybody want to have any to have anything to do with that country? The way it's going, you know, really. Those are some good points. I don't know. Uh, and the last yeah. thing I want to see is fucking Canada turn into America because we have our own fucking problems here with racism. There's some right wing fucking assholes who just keep spewing hate and 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 racist uh, comments and stuff like that. And we have our own shit. We have our own things to deal with. Why introduce all of these other fucking problems that are going on in America right now? Like seriously. You know, those are really good points, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answers and you know, those, all those points are pretty hard, but it's the truth. You know, <clears> why <throat> do you want to support a comedy or someone who does shit like that? But I don't know. It seems like the idiots have the voices and the smart people. Yeah. don't. Yeah. That's, it's been like that since COVID and pretty much, you know, look at history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, it's a it it's the minority, right? But they seem to have a pretty big voice, and uh, I don't know. They need to be put in their place. They need to be somehow. They they, we have to turn them off, and uh, and I guess I'm giving them a voice here by talking about it right now. And maybe that's not the right thing to do. But um, I think you're bringing awareness to it. I don't think you're giving them a voice. Yeah. Well. Anyway. All right, let's move on to bigger and happier things like McDonald's. When was the last time you had McDonald's? Wow, that's a that's a good question. I um, I cannot remember. I probably uh, it was probably when I was still drinking. Yeah, and there would probably be a time or two where I would have um, a greasy sausage breakfast sandwich or whatever they call it. With hash yep. browns or something like that, right? That's probably the last time. And hey, actually, now that we are talking about that, I think it's. I think this week will be seven years since I had my last drink. Ooh, congratulations! Seven years, on that. anyways. So hey, so it's it's been seven years since I haven't had any booze. So it's been at least seven years since I've been to McDonald's. 
Yeah, see, I, I go to bed. I don't go often. I'll go there for like a coffee, <laughs> like on the way out from somewhere, or I'll go there for an ice cream, like a McFlurry or something like that. Um, I've had a burger maybe, I maybe once every six months or something. But here's my story. So uh, a new McHappy Day was coming out because I McHappy Day is you know they pick a day, usually a day in May, where they donate the proceeds of the like the the proceeds of to the fucking the take of the food for the day and the donut to the kids, yep. the Ronald McDonald hospital. And I forgot the day because I didn't see any advertising for it. Um, I got targeted on Instagram, Twitter, and even fucking TikTok. It's just like, okay, yeah, this day is coming up May 14th, mark your calendars and May 14th or 13th, whatever day it was, has come and gone. I'm like, fuck, when's a big happy day. And I missed it because yeah. they stopped putting the promo money or dollars into it. So, oh, wow. My, my question is, if you're promoting something that big and, you know, it's a big company thing and we did it back when I was on Fox, we, Scott and I would go and, you know, cause hell at McDonald's for a morning. But, you know, they would promote the shit out of it. Yeah. And I didn't see like I saw besides those initial postings, I think it might have been the first or second of May, to be honest. And then but I didn't see anything moving forward. So I missed McHappy Day. And that's the only time I actively go to McDonald's. I'll go and order a fuck ton of shit. A couple of orders of fries, a couple of burgers. You know, ice cream, coffee, coffee for later. You know, I'll just I'll give them my money and then yeah. I'll donate twenty dollars just for the kids because they, they do good work with the kids in Children's Hospital and stuff right there. But yeah. I missed it this year because I missed the promo on it. So yeah, it's just it was a weird one. I don't know if I was looking for it. I mean, I don't listen to ra- as much radio anymore. The girlfriend said she's heard it a bunch, but I don't know if she heard it on the day or not. And that's the thing. I mean, I heard it a couple times and saw like commercials and even targeted YouTube ads. Uh, about McCaffrey Day. But other than that, that was it. I didn't see anything on the day, which kind of pissed me off. Yeah. So so when you talk about marketing, like marketing by McDonald's or just marketing by media around Vancouver or a little of both or what's, what's what both. do you think failed here? Yeah. Okay. I, I think the uh, McDonald's marketing because I got targeted by McDonald's. I mean, I obviously see. they go through uh, like an ad company to do some things. So maybe they both shift the bed on that one, but yeah. someone fucked that up and it's a kind of a big fuck up because it's a very big charitable event for the kids over there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If it's something you look forward to and again, helping out and and stuff like that. And if it's something that you usually take part in, you yeah. kind of, you kind of uh, look forward to it in a way. And if it's not happening or if it's not publicized or marketed well, like it's just, uh, yeah, that's not cool. Especially when you, you know, when it's a good cause, when it's such a good cause. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that kind of sucks. I, I, I obviously... I didn't hear anything about it uh, myself. Again, not that I'm, yeah. not that I I don't listen to radio, but it's like I didn't he I didn't see it or hear about it any place else. So I I had no idea. Like I yeah. just I did not. It was I didn't see it on Twitter. I didn't see it in the news anywhere online. Like I just I, like I wouldn't have known about it uh, unless. Uh, well, without you talking about it here right now, so yeah. I didn't know that we probably missed it last week. And I even follow McDonald's on Twitter, you know, yeah. like, the wow. fact that it wasn't even there. Like, you know, I actually, I actually haven't gone and looked for it yet, but uh, it's got, it's come <laughs> and gone next year. I'll try a little harder, maybe make a note in my phone, but you know, for something as big for, as that, you would think they would put more of an effort into it. Well, for sure. I think you, you are again, obviously more active or involved in social media or at least or at least you have the platform you're on the platforms at least whether or not you are active yeah. uh, yourself personally but 
still, yeah, if you didn't see it, then in any of those places, then yeah, it sounds like they shit the bed. And that's too bad. Yeah, yeah their Twitter is fucking not really awesome. Yeah. I'm looking at the McDonald's Twitter page right now. Their pinned tweet is, I had a nightmare. I was ratioed. <laughs> what? This is yeah. It's uh, it's uh, McDonald. This is them. This is where I tweet from. It's a photo of the old play place. Uh, I'm at McDonald's. No, I'm in McDonald's. Bring back something. Tag someone who has the extra seventh McNuggets. Yeah. So they're not really doing much with their Twitter. Like so. That's a that's what the kids call a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's fuck. that's kind of shitty. So. Are you done with McDonald's? I'm done with McDonald's. Okay. I just, uh, like, not, not that it matters much, and it's not something that I talk about a, a lot or anything, but, but yeah, since I brought it up, like, it's been seven years. I still remember, uh, I still remember that day I had my last drink, and um, it, uh, it was May 18th, because it was a long weekend, so it was Monday, May 18th, uh, Victoria Day, so we weren't okay. working for some reason. I don't know why. For some reason, I decided to go to um, what's the uh, what's the bar or the little pub just off the stadium SkyTrain station there, the the beer place, the Devil's Elbow. Yes, yeah. So I yep. I, I went in there in the afternoon, um, and uh, of course, this time of year there's hockey playoffs. Although I don't know if there was a hockey game on in the afternoon, but there was certainly baseball on. For some reason, I wanted to grab some lunch and and uh, wa- I had to watch a little baseball on TV and stuff like that. So yep. I went in there, ordered something, and I just proceeded to fucking get hammered. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. Um, I was uh, they hey, they have great beer there. I know that. They so. Yeah, That's what's my the pregame spot for shows? Yeah, for sure. So they have a bunch of beers on tap, and they have good barbecue there too. Yes, so yeah, yeah, excellent, uh, excellent stuff. Actually, I haven't had a lunch there or anything there, a chicken sandwich or anything for quite a while. I should check it out. But that day, I, I was, I was, I don't know why I was drinking lots. Like, and I was just, I was having a good time sitting around talking with people around me and whatever. And yeah, um, you know, the afternoon turned into the evening, and I was just fucking gunned. Like, I just, yeah, I, I was, I was. I was, yeah, I was pretty toasted. So the white girl wasted. Uh, well, I don't know what you want to, whatever you want to call it. I was probably it. So I staggered, <laughs> I staggered home the next morning. I was supposed to go to work and I was fucking feeling shitty, man. I just felt so <laughs> yeah. bad. Oh man. It's just, uh, just brutal. And I did, so I didn't go to work that day. Like I, I, I remember calling in sick and, uh, not a good thing. And, um, that was it. I I said enough's enough after that. Yeah. I uh like like I I think like I quit for many reasons. Certainly I didn't like feeling shitty in the morning getting hangover. Um I was probably, you know, I had I was probably drinking too much. Uh you know, I I I also quit because of this uh this heart condition that I have and because I think it's uh um and I've talked about that before where it can oh, Yeah. It can bring on these episodes of uh, tachycardia where my heart rate would suddenly go to 200 beats a minute. Um, like so, alcohol can be a stimulant like that, and and or a trigger, I guess, and yeah. and cause these things to happen. So, so there were many reasons why I figured, fuck it, I have to. That's it. I have to stop. 
And that's it. Yep. I, I've a cold tricky, man. I just, I quit on the spot. I haven't had anything since. So I'm not telling other people what to do or to stop drinking or whatever. But for me, it was probably such a fucking good thing to do. So, uh, I think I'm a much better person now for, for, for not drinking. And obviously I've saved a lot of money along the way and, yeah. uh, I've saved a few brain cells and liver cells. And, uh, anyway, here I am. So, see, I was I'm kind of the opposite story of you. I didn't drink because when I was growing up, the old man had a couple, and I just like, okay, well, I'm not kind of into that. And then, uh, you know, you go on tour with the bands and do different things in the industry where we worked in, there was a lot of alcohol always flowing around. So, yeah. I eventually, you know, started, I had a beer or two beers or whatever it's been. And, <laughs> I, you know, I had a conversation with my dad about it, and he goes, he looked at me and he goes, he's like, well, you're not like me. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, you, I was drinking for the wrong reasons. I mean, you're drinking in a social setting. You're doing kind of different things. He's like, I've seen you in front of Rogers Arena take your shirt off and tell everyone to give you the finger. You know, no <laughs> normal person does that. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. He's like, you're not drinking to numb anything. You're just drinking to be social and, and have a good time. And uh, yeah, you know, so that's kind of why I still do it, I guess. I never drink and drive, though. Obviously, oh, that's fuck no. That's good. That's, yeah, that's nobody um, needs that. You know, even like have one with dinner. Yeah, no, I don't even do that. You know, like it's just kind of whatever it is. And the beer culture, you know, is, I, you know, I don't know, like seven years ago, I think craft breweries are just booting up. You know, like I was a diet. I would just go buy Budweiser. Give me a Bud. You know, but now it's just kind of like, oh, I'm drinking like this strawberry vanilla thing from Moody Ales or something kind of weird like that now. So, you know, it's it sucks that. You know, I got to a point where you had to quit and kind of whatever it is. And and some of the weekends, me and the girlfriend get fucking hammered. But uh, (laughs) the privacy of her own home and and whatever it is. Fuck, everything I did one of these shows hungover is fuck. Uh, But um, yeah, but, you know, with that being said, I have been working with a couple of the local breweries around here because a lot of these guys are trying to introduce a non-alcoholic beer. So will you have a non-alcoholic beer? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And there's. Yeah. And there's. um. And there's some decent ones out there. Um, yeah, they don't necessarily taste like some of that awesome craft beer. And the, the craft beer was around seven years ago yeah. when I was when I was drinking. And I think that was probably that was part of the problem is that so many of those beers were awesome, and yeah. a lot of them had higher alcohol content. And like I really loved the strong IPAs and some of the stouts and stuff. And and there was even some ice beer like that were 11 12 percent it's like holy fuck those <laughs> couple of those would knock you over man and yeah. uh so i i was really loving that stuff and um see, see that's the other thing with me too is that growing up i never drank like go, going yeah. through high school and even after graduating like i was not i did not drink and uh i it seemed like i think i was always the designated driver at that time and uh i, I just i just i don't know why i just didn't I, I just didn't, I guess. And so obviously through the years, I, you know, sure. I started drinking beer was always my favorite. There was some other stuff, you know, occasionally I got into like some, some dark rums and stuff like that. Like when you go to Mexico yeah, yeah. or Cuba, some really good stuff. Cause some good tequilas, you know, those were always really nice sipping tequila and stuff, but all beer was always my thing. So when the craft beer came along, it was yeah, I just I jumped on, I jumped in, I tested or, or tried everything, and it was awesome yep. stuff. And uh, uh, so I don't know, but I think yeah, I think in some ways it got out of control. And um, you know, maybe there is some family background, maybe it's in my genes and stuff. And you know, um, maybe that was 
part of it why I started you know drinking so much and and again like you said working at uh, our work environment not that it was obviously promoted or endorsed or anything like that but just the nature of the business I think you know we yeah. we, we were out all the time so we would always be drinking and stuff like that at, at events or whatever and um and and then it got to me drinking at home alone <laughs> yeah. I drink I drink alone um you know so hey things were getting out of control so enough's enough right so it, yep. it's, it was probably probably a, a good thing so well think of all the money you're saving because this shit's not that's cheap. that's yeah you know to get, bring home <clears throat> a you know a, a four pack like a full four pack of tall boys from a local place it's 20 yeah. bucks yeah you know you can buy the cheap shit you know a six pack of milwaukee for you know twelve dollars but you know <laughs> you're just you're just drinking at that point you've given up you know, you know what i mean like it's just kind of like yeah. what are you doing to yourself and you know I, and it sucks the fact that it's you know it is a disease and, and kind of what it is but it, it's you just got to i don't know you, you did the right thing obviously quitting you're probably yeah. feel better you're in better shape now and you know it's you know feeling better about life and things and do you find yourself less clouded Oh, for, for, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I'm much more alert and I know I'm much more aware of what's going on and stuff. And, and, um, like, like I said, I, I think I it got to a point where I was one of those people who just could not only have one. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Right. And, and that's a, that at that point, it's a problem. Like I can't have one. I would have to have three or four or five or six or, and again, if they're, if it's the stronger or higher alcohol content, like, fuck, I just, yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not healthy for me it's probably not healthy for the people around me like i was never violent or like i don't turn oh, into it no. into an into an angry drunk or anything like that and i certainly did not drive uh so yeah. it's not like i affected other people around me but still it's just i'm i'm sure i'm sure the wife is a lot happier that i'm not <laughs> well i'm not sure i know i know for sure right and yeah and, and that's um what was i going to say about this um Oh fuck yeah! See, I don't know. I don't know. I forget what I was gonna where I was going with that. But um, a- anyway, it's um, yeah. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. It's it's oh. it's when we got laid off. Like I got laid off before you from from the radio stations. If yep. and, and by that time I was already off the booze. But if I was still drinking at that time, uh, as expensive as it is, and as maybe as much as I was drinking, I probably would not. Like, I don't know where I'd be right now. Honestly, I, I really yeah. don't. Because um, if I was at home all day long, uh, not having to have to work, um, I just, I probably would have been hammered every single day. And uh, so I'd be broke. I'd be loaded all the time. And I'm sure, like I said, the wife probably would have been long gone. Uh, and I don't know where I'd be. I, I really don't. So, so it's probably a good thing. For me, it was certainly a good thing to quit. So. Yeah, it, it's amazing how addictive this shit is or any sort of drug, right? And, you know, you bring that back to any stuff that's happening in the downtown east side, like it's the most overdoses they've seen, whatever it is and, and what's going on, you know, and it is kind of like with with being, I know when I got let go, I spent a month in Seattle, rented a mansion on the beach and spent all my money there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it was, <laughs> that probably wasn't good financially, but, um, you know, that's what I did. Um, uh, but, you know, like, you're lucky that you know it was you. You were able to stop beforehand, and that negative outcome could happen. Because you're right; you might not be around right now to even talking about it. So, yeah, 
you know, and it's, it's a good thing that you're sharing your experiences and hopefully your conversation helps with someone. And, you know, there's always help around for you. If you are having issues and stuff, there's numbers everywhere or reach out to us if you need to, but uh, you know, there, there are places you can get help and uh, talk about this kind of stuff because it is, you know, there's, there's a point of having a couple of drinks and there's a point of drinking every day and losing your life. And, you know, any of that stuff is not good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And obviously it can lead to, to other things. Uh, it can lead to harder drugs, you know, that sort of thing. And right. It's, it becomes a downward, downward spiral. And, uh, once you get in, it can be diff- very difficult for a lot of people to get out of. And fortunately it never went that way for me. Um, but yes, I let you, you know, you mentioned the downtown East side and there are people down there who certainly are, are a lot worse off than than you and me uh, unfortunately and you know people people think that oh yeah well they're just a bunch of fucking druggies and low lowlifes and, and all that kind of stuff hey it happens to it can happen to anybody like for if you know for whatever reason you know this shit happens and you know you have some negative experiences you lose your job you know all of these things can contribute to this just you know going down and uh and and that's and that's what's happened to a lot of those people you know so yeah and again becoming addicted to some of this really hard stuff it's it's really difficult to get out of and they certainly need help and um you know and again and some of the drugs are now deadly as we're as we're seeing and uh all it takes is one time getting the wrong stuff and taking too much it's and and that's it it's game over and um it's it's really sad so uh, you know i really hope that that i don't know what it is you know it's just they talk about it and it's just not getting any better right so they talk about cleaning things up and helping people and it's just not happening uh it's really it's really sad i feel for those people down there so yeah yeah shit this is getting into heavy conversations right now. i never i never i never planned for this i don't know no, what the no, hell it's, it's i don't know conversation what That's the hell what, happened yeah what makes the fucking anyway. money we're talking about mcdonald's in the booze did you ever <laughs> yeah. put mcdonald's in your booze? did you ever put um alcohol in your mcdonald's at all like uh Get no. a, like a Coke and add your own rum at work or anything like that? I was never one of those people. Like everybody would get a Slurpee or something like that and dump, uh, you know, dump a bunch of rye or vodka or something like that in it. Yeah, yeah. Again, just because I was never, uh, I never drank the hard stuff very much. I was always a beer guy, right? So yeah. it's, uh, uh, so no, the, the rye and the whiskey, a lot of people are into that. And yeah, just give me a fucking beer, man. And again, it has to be a good beer. I was never a big fan of Budweiser or... Yeah. Uh, I remember the big thing growing up, especially, and again, this is probably still when I wasn't drinking and I was the driver. Everybody would talk about high test. Everybody, that extra old stock, that 5.5%, that fuck, that was, yeah. everybody bought that and got excited because it's got that extra 5%, man. And I'm going to get fucking, <laughs> I'm going to get fucking hammered. And uh, it's still, you compare it to beer nowadays. Yeah, that stuff's just crap. So more bang for your buck, baby. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty funny. Well, having said all this beer talk, you know, I have been working tirelessly trying to get a beer sponsor on the show to promote a non-alcoholic beer. So it's with COVID and everything, it's been fucking it up. And I still send the odd email every once in a while for, hey, what's going on with this? Oh, we're still working on it. Or oh, fuck, we've lost our promo budget. But you know, with the way things are opening up again, you would think that this shit would 
yeah, you know, be picking up. So I don't know what the hell is going on with that, but I've been working on this for a fucking while. Uh, with that being said, there's been some companies that have hooked me up with some free, not free, because I've never accepted a free beverage when I moved around, unless it's like on tap or something. Like, hey, try some of this or whatever it is. Oh, but like if they go here, take a case of beer home, I would never take that case of beer home. I'd always pay for it. Like, okay, well, yeah. give me a discounted rate because I don't want to feel like I owe them anything. Right, right. And so yeah, it was always been like, take this case out. Okay, well, I'm paying for it. Well, no, it's on us. I'm like, well, no, I'm paying for it because I don't want to feel like I owe you anything. He's like, well, you don't owe us anything. I'm like, I don't want to feel like that way. So charge me 25 cents a can or a dollar a can, whatever you're going to charge me for. So most times it'd be 25 cents a can. So I would still yeah. pay for it. So, you know, but without all that being said, hopefully uh, one of the local craft breweries will hop on board as a sponsor for this show. And, you know, 103 episodes in, maybe we'll get some fucking money for this thing that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for sure. Hey, if there's a non-alcohol option, uh, I'd certainly yeah, be willing to, to try it. And um, and and so being one of the local ones, like like at this point, oh, I guess uh, Central City. I think they have a non-alcohol beer. I'm trying to think of some local local craft beer places that have that that non-alcohol option. Yeah, Central City does. Uh, and I'm sure there's others. I'm just not aware of them. But yeah, if there's somebody out there who would, uh, who would uh, first of all like to to throw a couple of tips my way, let me know what yeah. there is, what options are are out there, and that's a good start. And hey, I'd be willing to try any of those. So yeah, so reach out, give us a shout. And I noticed that a lot of bands are putting out non-alcoholic beers. Uh, Lama God has one called Ghost Walker. Oh, okay. Uh, Megadeth has, they had an alcoholic one. I know they have a non-alcoholic beer. So there's a lot of in flames are coming out with the new uh, non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. So I don't know what brewery they're partnering up with or if they have any input on making it or they're just slapping their name on a non-alcoholic beer. But whatever the reason is, it's pretty cool that they are offering this option. Definitely, definitely, because because it's uh, yeah. I think there are a lot of people who still like the flavor of beer, and why not make that option? A lot of people are leaning, you know, leaning away from alcohol. So why not? Why not? Uh, you know, fuck Odules, right? Fuck that's yeah. that Odules is shit, and that Budweiser prohibition. That's just fucking horse piss. It's awful, man. Bex? Like Bex, Bex is decent. Bex is okay. Yep. Yeah, Bex, the non-alcohol Bex is okay. Uh, Erdinger is a one I really like. I think a lot of these beers are made in over in Germany, and uh, some are in Denmark, I think. So they're all European. There, there's some decent. There, there are more here in Canada, and even some local ones, I'm sure that are that are popping up. Partake is one I think that's made in uh, in Toronto. It's called Partake. They make okay. uh, they make a decent non-alcohol beer. Um, yeah, there's some other options out there. So, but Hey, send us a note. If there's something to try, especially local, let us know. Yes, please let us, maybe we'll get them on the show. Maybe we'll figure something out. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. I just don't know anymore. Uh, let's move on to some tech stuff. Let's get out of this shit. Uh, I don't know if we saw, we got a chance to read this article, but Microsoft has introduced this new mouse. Yeah. Um, it's so, so it's pretty cool. It's like this big cube and you can add like modules to it, like kind of like Lego blocks. You can build up to whatever you have to get on to building. And I think it's really cool that they were able to make this sort of tech and stuff to include everybody. And they're targeting it through people who like maybe have lost an arm or have to use their other legs or something to point on, you know, maybe they're, 
you know, quadriplegics or something like that. So yeah. it's cool to see them tar- be able to make computers and everything so accessible to the world. Because let's face it, everything is fucking done on a computer or a phone now. Yeah, and it's uh, it's hard for these guys to be able to use it. But the fact that there's uh, tech and shit coming out, so they're not excluding anyone. Everyone can kind of, you know, scroll on YouTube and watch the latest Michael Jackson video or whatever the fuck it's going to be. You know, like it's I, I, it's pretty cool to see stuff like this. Yeah, it is about time. It really is because, um, um, yeah, obviously there are a lot of people who are disabled, a lot of people who are you know special needs or or you know you know some personal things or something that may not allow them to you know so to do the things that we we consider to be just completely normal and easy and and everyday shit right so um it's i think corporations organizations uh even even us you know the regular people public you know i think we're becoming more aware of the fact that you know these people are excluded in a lot of basic things they can't do a lot of these basic things that that again we consider to be just normal everyday shit right yeah. so it is good that microsoft is coming out with the stuff um yeah that that video you sent this stuff looks really kind of cool uh i didn't look into it more to see how expensive it is or even if it's available yet at this time but, Not yet. but yeah it's really cool it's about time like we're even you know even simple things like web design now, people people in the past did not consider accessibility, and and it's and it's really simple stuff, right? Like we never thought about those people who had a hard time, you know, reading uh, websites. Like not a hard time reading, just just like readability, right? So yeah, um, you know, and colors. People people have a hard time distinguishing different colors so you know even web design now you do plan for that or you do um you you know you create sites that that use fonts that are more readable uh more you know making sure that you are considering um you know people who cannot see colors or as like differently or people who do see colors differently you know so making sure that um you know, colors are considered, you know, when you're creating a website, stuff like that. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very important. Um, and again, it's something that most people just aren't aware of, right. Just because yeah. again, it's for us, it's a, just a normal thing. It's a, you know, we do this every day. We go to a website, we can, you know, we use our mouse to, to go to that website and it's just so easy. We don't even think about it. Uh, but there are people who, who, who are unable to do that. Such yeah. a simple task, they cannot do it for whatever reason, you know, disabilities or, or or whatever it might be, they can't do it. And once they even get to that site, maybe they cannot, they have a hard time reading it because the yes. fonts, the fonts are shitty or they're too small or just the style of font is just wrong, right? So, um, so it's a good thing. We're, we're becoming more aware of that to, to try and make it easier for, for everybody. We don't want to exclude anybody, right? Yep, that's true. Uh, you know what I had to do? Speaking of getting old and fonts and stuff, I had to increase my system size font in my settings <laughs> uh, just because it was so small before. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. And that's when I, I'm still getting my fucking headaches. But I'm like, maybe I'm <clears throat> straining too much reading these 
like icons on my desktop or the, the text on the website, whatever it is. So I had to increase my system size fonts. I did it maybe about a month ago when I installed these new monitors and I saw something and it's like, oh yeah, you can see like when I was installing the drivers, it's like new support for system fonts. I'm like, what the fuck is a system font? So I looked into it. I'm like, holy shit, you can increase your desktop size. I wonder what, what my size is set to because it is bigger than it was before. A font settings. So I am... Let's see. Personalization, lock screen, themes. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. But anyways, yeah, I made it bigger. I don't know how I did it, but it's just to make it bigger. But yeah, I had to go bigger because it was, um, it made it, uh, it's easier to read now, which I'm, I didn't know that. Did you know you could do that? I knew you could do that. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, so I had no idea you could it's do good. That you, good. You figured it out. And oh, shit. Accessibility for the dumbass over here. There you, there you go. <laughs> Oh shit. All right. Uh, what else do we got this week? Uh, I don't want to talk about that Jesse Williams thing because that's another fucking three hour conversation. So we'll let that one die. Uh, okay. or hang, as the kids say. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, tunes this week. What do you got for music this week? What's your pick of the week? Well, I've been finding a bunch of stuff on Bandcamp. Bandcamp is really cool. Um, uh, I talk about Bandcamp Friday all the time. I mean, I used to talk about uh, uh, about Spotify and stuff like that lots too, but I've been going to Bandcamp lots and uh, so much cool stuff can be found there. Um, so, you know, again, it's not mainstream by any means. You're going to find a lot of bands, a lot of music that, you know, probably no, a lot of people I haven't heard before. So yeah, um, I was, uh, and this, I'm going to play something this week uh, from something I discovered on Bandcamp. They had a, I think Bandcamp has like a daily feature or something like that. So they are featuring new bands and different music and new releases and, uh, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, this band is, um, uh, what the hell, where is it? I can't even find it now. Um, there we go. This band is, uh, from Japan. They, this band is like over 50 years old. They got their start in Japan in like 1967 yeah. or something like that. So I don't know if you had to listen to this track. I've never That's heard it. of this band before. The name of the band is, and I'm probably can't even pronounce it right. It's, it looks like it's French, but again, this, the, it's a Japanese band. Uh, Les Rallies. Denudes, and I'm sure I trash that big time. Oh, I guess they do have a, a Japan. Uh, the name of Japan is Haraka no Raziu, something like that. That sounds I'll, about right. That's I'll better than I could do. I'll stop now. Anyways, <laughs> um, they see the thing with them is uh, even though they were, it sounds like they were quite popular in the underground scene. Um, they they never really had I don't think any proper releases at that time. Uh, there were a bunch of tapes lying around, uh, and and all the thing is the even the band members I think from what I've read are really obscure. Like they're they they avoided the spotlights. Uh, I think they just love to write tunes and and perform their stuff live. That's that's the biggest thing. So, um, uh, so they what happened was i think they're trying to collect all of this all of these old recordings and you know they're not the greatest quality they sound like a lot of demos and of course 50 years ago fuck i mean yeah you know look think of the technology back then it's the you know recording uh in in your garage or your basement is certainly not what it is today so exactly. so the quality is not all that great but it just sounds like some of the performances are just amazing and i just i i i 
I found this, I listened to it right away, and I had to go buy this on, on Bandcamp. Like, it's just, uh, awesome. like I just bought the digital version for 10 bucks, American, whatever it is. But I just, I just love this stuff. It's just like old psychedelic, um, psychedelic rock. And, and just, but the guitarist is just amazing. Like, I don't know how many members are in this band or, or anything like that. So I'll play you here. I'll just let me play a little bit here. <laughs> So, so you can you can you can hear the vocals, especially are not the quality is not all that great. But um, uh, I think I've turned that down uh, a little bit here. So, um, yeah. but but still, just just I don't know if, if we'll let this go into the solo here. But this is a longer eleven minute song, and it just fucking rips, man. It's just it's just cool stuff. So. Uh, this song is called Vertigo, Otherwise My Conviction. Um, I love it. I love it. I hope I hope they... There's the guitar solo kicking in and just... Fuck. This is the kind of stuff I love discovering, right? This is... Yeah. This is... I mean, every... You know, I go back and listen to some of the same old shit and, and stuff and I really love it and enjoy it all the time. Uh, but discovering this new old music... It's just amazing. It's just, yeah, so much fun. So I just can't believe it was so old. You know, like yeah. these guys are at this time of like the Sabbaths and the Stones and all that shit. Like, you know, to hear this stuff, you're like, holy yeah. shit, where the fuck did these guys come from? And you never even, I've never heard of them until today. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I first, when I first get up in the morning and read your prep before we go to the show, I go straight to your pick of the week because it was fucking 11 minutes. <laughs> of like, course, like, another long one. Thing. Yeah, uh, but it's a great, great little track. Again, like we talked about the production, but it was recorded 50, 60 years ago. And this is shit that probably wasn't even mastered or meant to be heard. Yeah, I mean, that's the stuff that's kind of blows your mind for this. You know, it's uh, yeah, but no, cool, cool fucking song. Yeah. And it's crazy that this music existed in Japan and this is like pre-internet. So yes, like exactly. So the, there's stuff that were the stuff is being created all over the world. And you know, I never heard this shit till today. So uh, yeah, super cool find. I yeah, uh, you know, it's yeah, good. yeah, amazing. I just again, I th- I think these particular recordings were were done in 1973, so almost 50 years ago. Um, yeah. But again, there there was there. I think there's a bunch of stuff from way back then. Um, you know, I think they were very heavily bootlegs back then, and that's really the only way people could listen to them. Uh, again, unless you yeah. saw them live, they because again, they didn't have any real traditional releases so uh so i think people are pretty excited that this stuff is coming out now in sort of a proper release um and uh people around the world now yeah can can find out who they are and i i have i have no idea who the individual members are or were because it was such a long time period of time ago and uh although i did read that one of the members um uh, ended up joining this cult or something like that, and they hijacked some plane <laughs> back in 1970. So this was this was before these recordings, I think. One of one of the members uh, hijacked a plane. Uh, I don't know if it's in this story that that I've got open here, but yeah. So obviously, uh, he he went a little bit sideways for some reason, and. Uh, <laughs> 
anyways, uh, the other members carried on, recorded this stuff, and uh, yeah, so I'm really hoping that uh, that uh, there's more of it coming out here. So, oh, I see. It was the former former bassist. Um, it was a passenger jet. Uh, oh, he was part of the red army faction or something like that so i yeah i don't know it was a japan <laughs> airlines flight oh fuck yeah it's just it's a crazy story it's uh yeah check it out on the internet we'll, we'll i'll post the main story that Bandcamp daily story and there's links to yeah, yeah. some other stuff right so anyway crazy stuff good music though man that's what it's all about so yeah awesome it's uh yeah good find good find this week you know it's just it's crazy that this shit existed you know, in that era that we've never heard of it. And I think that's, that just blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. Like I said, that's, that's what it gets me. Uh, uh, I, I look forward to always finding or discovering music like this, even if it's new stuff, then, then great. But you know, this old stuff from 50 years ago, that's just so, uh, so good. And it's a, you know, I'm really happy that somebody has gotten together to bring this, bring this stuff and release it for the masses because it, oh, yeah, it, it, it deserves it deserves to be out there for sure good stuff it's true uh and the fact that it was so old that they have a full discography you could go back and listen to this. the music's already there like you listen yeah. to everything yeah so yeah, that's good, good. stuff uh, yeah. what, what do you got? Do I got oh so i have been so my return to live music was slipknot and a band called in this moment i've heard of in this moment before but you know walking in past COVID or pre like going to see a live show for the first time in two years was a pretty cool experience and in this moment we're opening for Slipknot and I have not been able to put these albums down uh, it's a female fronted heavy metal rock and roll band uh, they kind of have a bunch of synth to it the guy just lady just yells her head off it's you know I it fucking pounds in my car like it, she yeah. just rips in the car um, did you get a chance to listen to this? Did you have you heard of these guys before at any point? Because they've been around since 2010. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I have not heard about them or I've heard of them, and uh, I've never heard their music. Or maybe I've maybe it's been on someplace and I just didn't know who it was. But yeah, uh, yeah it's hard to believe that they so they've been around for what over 10 years, and and I don't yeah. know who they are. So this this song really really it's oh, awesome and, it's awesome yeah it was, and she just rips yeah and because of the way you're talking about them here i'll have to f- check it out some more because it's yeah. uh sounds like it's really good stuff so i know this is an older track from 2012 i think yep. that yeah but uh there's there's some there's some industrial uh i know you said some synth and whatever but the, it's yep. almost sounds a little bit industrial in some ways um trying to trying to kind of well play a little bit and uh We'll uh, let the other people, f- you know. It almost out. sounds like a, a more aggressive Lincoln Park, like a female-driven yeah. Lincoln Park. Yeah, but yeah, I'm a big fan. So I went back and I fuck it. I've I'm digging through their stuff right now, watching all their live videos and yeah, and all the stuff. Like yeah, I'm a now a fan. But that leads me to kind of my next question: Have you ever seen an opening band that's and all the shows you've seen that you fucking love that went home and dug into? Uh, yes. Um, 
I'm trying to think of something here right now, but yes, that that's 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 the thing that's uh, you know you you know you if you buy tickets and you want to go see a show because you can't wait to see the headliner and stuff, and you always come away not well not always, but you often come away um, enjoying the the openers just as much, or sometimes maybe they even put on a better, better show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to think of you know trying to think of one particular case, and I don't know if it anything comes to mind here right away but definitely definitely it happens it's uh it's it makes you feel good that you showed up early to a show instead of just in time to see the headliner right and yeah. that's that's why it's important to to go to the show early right you you know um because hey you just never know what's going to happen with some of these uh some of these openers it's exactly. it's very rewarding to find uh, to to end up finding a a band that you're probably going to turn around and and love uh, you know later on so cool stuff and I don't know if it was like just the first show back but it, you know as you can tell it was kind of aggressive and hearing that guitar on the loudspeaker I'm like oh yeah I'm and let's go so I was pretty stoked uh, the two bands that come to my mind about that were Metric okay uh, when I was working at XFM. They uh, they opened for Billy Talent four nights in a row at the Creation Cultural Center, and I was at all four nights of that show because oh, we were wow. promoting it. Yeah, and Metric they just they blew me away. That those first two Metric albums are you know it's kind of indie rock and kind of pop rock or whatever you want to call it. But those first two albums were amazing. Then they kind of fell off the bandwagon, and then they're kind of back for their last album. And their new single is actually pretty good. So big fan of that. And another big one for me was Ed Sheeran. I saw Ed Sheeran when I went to uh, interview Taylor Swift back at the Seafox days, 2015, whatever it was. And uh, he opened up for Taylor Swift inside BC Place. So one dude, a acoustic guitar and a loop pedal. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And he blew me away. So I've yeah. been a fan ever since then. So those are the two big ones. And now, of course, in this moment. So those, are, I guess, the three big ones for me that, you know, checking out a show earlier, never really hearing about these guys has, has been pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I'll have to look back at my concert list if I can find it uh, somewhere. Yeah. Or maybe go through some of the shows and and I'm sure there I probably can find a lot of cases where the same thing happened. Where that's where I was really didn't know who the opener was going in, and I came away from the show just so impressed. So it, it happens all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but when it does, you you sure uh, you love those moments. And again, it's just part of just you know, music in general, just discovering new music and because uh, there is so much out there, right? So yeah, um, we can listen to the same shit over and over again. And, and like I said, that happens. Uh, we can listen to the radio where they do play all the same shit over and over again. And But it's so rewarding to, to, to always uh, find that gem, that, that uh, awesome the band, in the, rough. the diamond in the rough, if you will. Yes, it's really cool. That's all right. Um, I also want to talk about concert ticket stubs for a minute. Do you collect your t- concert ticket stubs? Yes, I I do. Well, I did when when they when were, they were when we yeah when they were around because everything's digital now. For a while there, yeah. it was just printed uh, on a fucking letter sized piece of paper, and I mean it's just not the same, right? So yeah, uh, yes, I collected all my concert tickets. Um, I I usually kept them uh, well. I usually just threw them in a box, but eventually I think I put them in all of the jewel cases. Like for a specific tour, if they were touring that album, I would put that concert ticket, that stub in the jewel case. Oh, um, that's a good idea. 
and yeah, so that helped protect them. Uh, I knew where they were, obviously. Um, so that's where most of them are. And I think I've still got a, a box stashed away somewhere, but, um, yeah, that's, that's what I like doing. I, I, I liked putting them with the CD. So, and, oh yeah, I saw that tour and here's the, here's the, I pull out the CD the and, ticket. and there's the ticket stub, right? So. Yeah, See, that's a cool idea. I don't. I I recently came across again like a, a big stack of paper of all my concert stubs. I'm like, what the fuck do I do with these things? Yeah, I I don't fuck. I don't want to like you know, through the industry and stuff. You know, 20 years working radio, I have fuck ton of concert stubs. Yeah, so I want to know what to do with these stubs because they some of them are pretty cool. Yeah, some of them are personalized to me. You know, some are just generic, and obviously some are just paper. But what do you do with the stubs? Do you put them in a book? Uh, JJ, who we've had on the show, his wife puts them in a scrapbook. She scrapped yeah, them. Cool. So, and they have seen fuck them. Like, she does this thing on her Instagram, and all the today's shows, like this day in history, today's shows, she has like four or five shows ranging back 30 years with all wow. the stubs in it. Yeah. But uh, like a show today, you buy a ticket from Ticketmaster, it's on your phone now. They don't even give you the physical ticket anymore. That's right. Yeah. So it's hard to do now unless you print those out, those tickets out and move forward that way. But yeah. that's no fun. That's not the same experience. No, not, not at all. A scrapbook is a great idea. It's probably the best idea, really. It's, um, I think so. I think so, too. Um, because it's also a good place for set lists. Like if you get a set list from a show, like what do you, so what do you do with those? Like I've got a bunch of set yeah. lists as well. They're filed away in my filing cabinet and, you know, probably, I think there's some set lists there that are probably not marked. Like they were, it, it was one of those smaller shows where they fucking wrote out the set list five minutes before going on stage and name of the songs and not, there's no date, there's no, not even who the band is and i would probably yeah. have to look at the set list now what fucking show was that I, when was that uh where did i see that show like fuck i have no idea right whereas yeah, if i true. whereas if i had kept a proper scrapbook i would fucking know and i'd be able to go back and look and uh because it's going to be difficult now to figure out okay oh well that song that song title i know i remember that so it is this band but i may not know when i saw them that's the thing. Yeah. So I may figure out who the band is, who the artist is, but I don't know where did they perform, what, especially what the day is. Um, a lot of cases, I, I'd have to do a little bit more digging to figure that out, right? So, uh, so if you, it's something you do a lot of, you should probably stay on top of it. Otherwise, you'll have a big stack and you won't know what to do with them and you won't know yeah, where, the, where they came from. Or what I'm they in that are. same boat right now. I don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's cool yeah. to show off. Like, do you put a make a plaque? Do you make it a blanket? Like, what yeah. the fuck to do with it? See, another thing, another thing that I collected too for a while were were tour posters, like actual posters that were like were were uh, small production. They were all signed by the artist. Oh, that's cool. um, you know, so uh, so you still see you know, you still see concerts where a sp where, where a poster is has been created for that event you know and again so they're all limited edition they're all signed and numbered by the artist and that sort of thing so um i don't really collect so much anymore there are a couple recent shows i remember i think i bought a bob mold uh, con uh poster at the concert at the rickshaw probably three or four years ago um but i probably have two dozen concert posters 
like again, like again, they're all they're all rolled up. They're signed. They're numbered. Um, what do you do with those, right? I don't live in a big place. I, it's expensive to frame them properly. That's oh, very that's much. where it's you know you might pay thirty, forty, fifty bucks for a, for a, an awesome poster, but framing is the expensive part again because they're typically larger. You want to put them in a nice frame with good glass. Uh, you could probably spend and and a lot of them are custom sizes, which means you have to get the frame custom made. Custom frame, right? yeah. So that's where it's really expensive. Uh, but what do you do with those? Uh, we don't live in a big place. I can't fucking put up all. I can't afford to frame them all. Number one. Yep. But I can't. You know, I don't have the space for them. So unless you're living in a fucking mansion, where you have a dedicated like a room, room or something yeah. like that, where like what do you do with these things? These are great right? questions. Maybe put them on your ceiling in the bedroom. <laughs> hey, maybe let's look at the, <laughs> the Stone Age poster tonight. No, I've been to your place. You have a couple of them up. It's they look really awesome. Pretty sharp. And yeah. the cool thing, it's a cool piece of art, you know, like if you dig the band, buy the poster, it's cool. Yeah. And you're right, the sign posters and stuff is are pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like I remember that last Black show, Sabbath show we went to. I bought a I bought a poster from that show, right? So yeah. they printed off whatever it is. What is it? 100, 150, 200 posters for a specific show. Um, like, so that's that's one of them I have. One of the last ones I probably have. And even that show was... Like, when was that show? When did we see that? 2013? Uh, something? Um, Fuck, I don't know. Fuck, I'm still jealous of that show because you bought that jersey. And I'm like, yes. shit, I should have bought that jersey. Do you still have it? <laughs> oh, for sure I have. Yeah, for have sure. Have you worn it recently? Is it in a closet? Where's- not not recently. It's in the closet. Uh, you know what? I probably haven't worn it since... Uh, I think we went to LA back in, 19, uh, back in 2016, 2017. I think I took it, so I took it down there and I wore it to, uh, I went, to, we went to an LA Kings, uh, Chicago Blackhawks game. So I wore it to that. Um, that, and that could have been the last time I wore it. I don't know. Well, break it out of the closet anyway. for next week's show. I want to see this. It's, okay. It's one of my regrets is not buying this fucking jersey. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> that thing was, well, how much was it? It was what, 250 bucks or something like that? Something it like wasn't, that. it yeah. wasn't cheap. Uh, so it's a black hockey jersey basically uh black sabbath on the front it's in the uh it's in the same font as the master of reality album um and it's got 666 on the back number 666 yep. so it's fucking awesome man yeah it's uh it's fucking awesome yeah pr- pretty cool so um anyway that's a good find good work on that definitely uh, you got anything else you want to say today i i don't think so uh yeah we probably need to wrap up here pretty quick anyway so uh good chat um we went uh we went straight in a, a different direction we went off script i guess not we that we had a, not, not that we had a big uh show plan today or anything anyways but yeah it is what it is. You know, our weekly chats always all right. Uh, do you want to do the outro today? Since you did the intro, no. You as well. Do you have it up? No, no. It's no. Uh, You're done. I, I, I'm else? done. I'm done. Yeah, okay. I, to- I told you last time when you had technical <laughs> issues, and I kind of went on. It's it's fucking tough, man. I like I like I like you driving the show, and then I can, <laughs> and then I could go off and do my fucking rant or bring up whatever I wanted to or talk about whatever I want, and then, and then you kind of always bring things back and. <laughs> 
back on the road to figure and, it out. Yeah, for sure. So it's all, all right, yours. Well, this is this is where I say you can get us wherever you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course Google Podcasts. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Get vaccinated. Don't be an ass. Continue to wear your mask. A woman's body is your own fucking business. And please take care of yourself and others. Okay? Be kind. Okay? Fuck. If you like this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we'll try harder next week, hopefully with no technical issues. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. See you later. So you just wasted between 15 minutes and two hours of your time? Was it worth it? Nope. But you have more time to kill, you say? Find out about everything you just listened to and more at oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. 